welcome to Align Your Mind. My name is Chelsea Tanner. I'm a flutist and a mindset coach for musicians. I basically just help musicians feel more confident and just give them tools to deal with being a human with a lot of emotions and needs in the classical music field because I think so much of the time our humanity is overlooked for the sake of music for whatever reason and today I'm going to be talking about this concept of being your own authority. Last podcast episode was how to be your own agent with Morgan Pappas and that was super fun so if you haven't um, listened to that episode I highly recommend it because it gives so much insight on what's possible for you as a musician and how much more control you may have over your career than you think but today we're talking about specifically being your own authority in your student life so if you're not a student anymore um this could still be useful for you because um if you teach you probably want to hear these insights because i think they're really important and i think so many people come to me with stories about teachers being either discouraging in order to motivate students, pitting students against each other, giving advice that's just not taken in a way that's useful or kind. So I think that when we teach, we have to have this awareness as well. This is thing number one that they don't teach you in school, which is you always know what's best for you. Now, you could be thinking like, well, actually, my teacher knows what's best for me because they're in this position where they've made it and I want to make it like my teacher has. And while that might be true and you might really honor their advice, following anyone's advice blindly without running it through a filter of you know is this really aligned with me is this something I can take on right now and still feel mentally good and physically good right so really being able to say oh my gosh thank you so much for this advice I'm gonna try it and see what happens but I'm not gonna take it as the end-all be-all thing that's going to fix all my problems (laughs) right because there is no such thing So the first perspective I want to give you is that you know what's best for you. So as a student, it's so important to filter feedback through sort of a curiosity lens. If you get criticism and you're hurt by it or you're not sure why someone would suggest something or um, because those things happen right? Sometimes teachers don't know how to handle certain situations and they'll make suggestions that, you know, we as students, I say we because I'm talking as though you're a student right now, um, you know, we as students don't always know how to handle and a lot of times our brains will make that feedback mean something about us right? And even if that teacher didn't say X, Y, and Z explicitly, there's always implicit learning going on. 
So if you are able to take everything that your teacher says with curiosity, meaning, oh, I wonder what they're hearing that I'm not hearing. I wonder why they suggested that I practice another hour. Could I ask them what that would afford me? Could I ask them if they have any suggestions about different things I could do, how I could think differently about the practice time that I do have if I can't make more time, let's say, without losing sleep because we know music school is crazy busy. And when you take on the responsibility of knowing what's best for you, you also take on the responsibility of your playing, which you always have in general, right? But kind of the second concept of this is owning your playing as yours, right? So um, my former teacher, Jeannie Backstresser, would always say that she was more of a guide um, than a teacher because you're your own teacher and she was there to guide us. And she, I mean, so imparted so much wisdom in, in the way of how she thought about a student-teacher relationship and there, there's a whole article on her website about it, geniebackstresser.com. I encourage you to go check it out. Um, but there was such wisdom in that because what she was encouraging us to do, whether we did it or not, was to think for ourselves and not be reliant on our teacher. So I think that when you're able to separate okay, they're giving me this feedback because they're hearing something with their experienced ears. And they're then sort of having thoughts and feelings and then giving me feedback that they think might be useful for me. And if it's if it's a criticism, I've, I've heard a lot of people say that their teacher would, you know, compare them to other students. I don't know why we're doing that, but the this idea that um you know if you don't agree or if it feels bad some of the feedback you've gotten in lessons think about why that teacher may have relied on that tactic in order to motivate you and if it is a motivational problem and whatever this teacher's doing isn't working like it's so hard to navigate because we're not given the tools I think there's this such a there's such an idolization that happens in classical music where we think that if we just listen to our teacher and follow them blindly then that's going to get us where we need to go and if we don't do if we if we do everything they say and it still doesn't work then we can always blame their system right so it's sort of like a little bit of an out that you get like you don't really have to think for yourself if you just follow them blindly but what happens instead is we don't have authority or we think we don't have authority over our own playing we're just sort of following what we're supposed to do i put supposed to in air quotes um we're just following what we think we should be doing and then at the end of it, we don't have something to offer that we really love and believe in 
because we've given away our authority to someone else and we have had them make the decisions for us. And when we do that, confidence is so hard to cultivate. Confidence is a feeling that's created with how we think about our playing. So if we don't like our playing, or maybe we just haven't even thought about cultivating something we actually love, it's so hard from that place to have confidence because we don't ask ourselves these questions. We don't treat ourselves as the authority. The third concept I want to introduce is all about how you are choosing to do everything that you do, even if it is unconscious or subconscious, right? So I choose to drink coffee every day. I know that I'll get a headache if I don't. (laughs) And I know that I have the choice to not drink it. I know I have the choice to, you know, change that habit if I want to. And some people might come back at me and say, like, well, you can't, like, not pay your taxes. Like, yeah, you can, but there's consequences, right? <laughs> there's, there's just consequences. So I want to put the power back in your hands because when you think things are out of your control and you don't have control over your life and you're playing, that makes you feel so insecure and so wibbly-wobbly in your life, for lack of a better emotional word, wibbly-wobbly is one I enjoy, (laughs) but it, it makes us feel unstable, right? So if you are willing to own all of your choices, you're choosing to be in the school that you're in, be in the profession that you're in, like you do not have to. It doesn't mean that it's easy, right? Going into music is not easy. Putting yourself out there time after time is not easy and it does not feel good a lot of the time. But if you want to keep choosing it, like own it. Otherwise, it's so easy to feel stuck. And if you think, okay, what if I could do anything, what would I choose? And truly never use the word realistic. Just stop it. <laughs> I ha- One of my first podcast episodes was like, why you should never use that word. Because I think it limits us so much, right? What if it's possible to, you know, have the career that you want and stand by the values that you want? And it might not look exactly as you planned and that's really hard to come to terms with. But, you know, what if it is possible? What if it is possible to be an amazing flutist who plays incredible recitals, but you don't teach at an institution or you don't play professionally in an orchestra? Like, what if that's possible to make a career out of? Or what if it's possible to write your own music? And really wondering like, okay, or what if it's possible that maybe I do get a side job so then I can invest more money and time into my own life and well-being while I start my own business or I start my own teaching studio, right? What if all of those things work together for me rather than saying, oh, I just don't have skills people want or I went to music school for no reason. I want to know that if those thoughts are happening, you're not alone, but you're also not stuck, 
right? And if you want to get unstuck, that is something I also help my clients with. It's all really about expanding possibility, about putting yourself out there in a way that feels aligned for you, and also taking care of your mind and body so you feel safe in the process. And I want you to keep in mind that whenever someone gives you advice, me included, take any of this or leave it, totally up to you. You know what's best for you. Anyone gives you advice, know that that's what they would do in your situation, not what you should do. It's good information, good perspective, but to blindly follow or idolize any one person so deeply that you lose sense of yourself and your ownership of your own playing and being, I think that's dangerous, but I think we fall into that trap a lot. And then we take all of these concepts people throw at us that aren't necessarily based in like fact and science. They're just opinions. We take them to be facts, right? For example, you know, sometimes teachers will say things like, well, you have to learn it you know, right the, f- the first time, because if you learn something incorrectly, then you'll never get out of that habit, right? I've, I've heard that being said, and that's not true, first of all. Literally, all of your progression throughout learning an instrument is relearning, is learning differently, is creating new habits. So to... to think that it applies there and not to a piece of music is wild to me but then also like what is that intention what's the positive intention behind that teacher saying that probably wanting to motivate probably wanting to instill in an attention to detail in their students that they're not seeing we are seldom told the positive intention of feedback We have to assume it or that's just information about that person as a teacher and maybe we don't want to engage with that. We have authority in these situations and I think that it's so crucial to look after your own well-being and to be on your own team. It is very easy to get feedback and then switch teams. I used to do this all the time. I would say, you know, I would get the comment that I wasn't soloistic enough um, for for a little bit there, for whatever reason. And I didn't tangibly really know what that meant. I just thought it meant like, well, I guess I can't play principal flute, or I guess like I'm not outgoing enough, shocker, because I'm I've been told that I should be more outgoing all my life. Um, But I think when I interpreted that, I made it mean a bunch of things about me, but I didn't actually get curious to be like, I wonder what they're hearing that I'm not hearing. Right? Because we're so in it. We're so starved for validation and any sort of accomplishment because of the scarcity mindset in the industry that we can't always decipher in the moment what does 
does it actually mean about me, which is nothing, and what, what they said and what they heard and being curious about that. So this episode, I wanted to really dive into how to be your own authority as a student because you have authority. You are the one creating the sound on the stage. You have gotten guidance from all these different places and you know so much more than everybody else about your playing because you're doing it. Your body and your subconscious are playing your instrument and that is amazing. It has so much wisdom. By the time you get to college, you've probably already been playing for like at least eight years, right? Sometimes less, sometimes more. You have so much knowledge already, whereas when people go into other fields, they have much less knowledge of their specified job they're doing. And I am always so curious about why so many musicians are convinced they don't know enough, that they need to just play for one more person, or they need to just do this masterclass or get into this festival or like whatever, that they couldn't somehow figure it out on their own. And I want to offer that you can. And taking guidance with an authority for yourself and over your own decisions feels really different than thinking, I have to follow whatever anyone says because I just need to get a job. I just need to be the best because then this will all have been worth it. Because that's not how it works. And I think it's so important to decide ahead of time that it's worth it no matter what. Because there aren't a lot of jobs. You might have to create your own job. (laughs) You might have to get really creative and entrepreneurial. And I know people say that all the time. But are you willing to advocate for your own art? Are you willing to do that? And if you don't decide what you like about your playing and really take ownership over that, it's so hard to advocate for it. So that's what I have to offer you today. You always know what's best for you. And if you're a teacher and you think you know what's best for your students, I would seriously question that. I, I really think we need to think about the ramifications of what the students making our feedback mean. We're not necessarily responsible for that as teachers, but man, would it be helpful in order to change the scarcity and just the terrible feeling we get every time we do something in this culture, in this industry. The whole thing would collapse if we had abundant mindsets. The people who have power right now would not. That's an aside. (laughs) I'm getting a little ranty today. (laughs) But you know what's best for you. Your students know what's best for them. To assume otherwise is to be naive. To assume otherwise is to dismiss their humanity and their wisdom that they already have. Let's work together to create amazing, beautiful things. 
not against each other, not in a way that we're putting people down or pitting people against each other. Because what are we doing? I don't think true beauty comes out of that. That's why the classical music industry is dying. Maybe I'm going into my angry musician era. (laughs) Change comes from us taking responsibility and authority over our playing, over our teaching, and over our learning. When we look solely outside of ourselves for guidance, we're probably missing the most important ingredient in making the decision, which is your own wisdom and really trying on decisions and seeing how they feel in your body, right? Whether to go to this school or this school, if you're in that process, okay, like, let me put myself there. How does that feel? Let me put myself with this teacher. How does that feel? And not making decisions for other people, but on your own behalf, because you're the one that you have to stay in a relationship with forever. That is your longest relationship. You and yourself. Be on your own team. Don't switch teams. Don't blindly follow advice. Listen to your mind. Listen to your body. And if you want to get better at deciphering all of that stuff and you want to change how you operate in this way, I have a 30-day program just for you. It's about really healing your relationship with yourself. These 30 days will give you the tools to do that. If you want it to be longer, it can be longer, but 30 days is an amazing fundamental commitment that you can make toward yourself that you won't get anywhere else. You won't get this from practicing more. You won't get this in lessons. You won't get this in master classes. I am not one to... (laughs) make people think that they just need to like work harder and do more because if that worked it would have worked by now so um if you're interested in that there's a link in the show notes to sign up for a preliminary coaching call you'll get coached a little bit we'll talk and see if we're a good fit to work together and then we'll go from there i hope you have a beautiful week being your own authority